Hello everybody and welcome to the Rad Batch, a Bad Batch discussion podcast. I am your host Liv. And joining them as always is Spirit. And this week we are going to be discussing episode 5, Rampage. 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 I loved that title when I saw that. I was like, ooh, this is going to be good. Mm-hmm. The uh, like opening placard, too. Yeah. <laughs> Have there been any movies called Rampage? Yes. I feel like there have got to be. There is the Rampage movie that is made after the Rampage game. Oh, what's the Rampage yeah. game? Uh, well, I mean, I had it on the N64, and you played either a giant wolf, a giant lizard, giant ape, and I think a giant mouse, and you would go around and destroy buildings and eat people. Um, oh my god, that sounds amazing. It, it was I want to watch awesome. that movie. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it lived up to the hype. <laughs> I, I'm sure it didn't, but I'm sure it would still be fun to watch. But anyway, we're not here to talk about that. We are here to talk about the Bad Batch. Mm-hmm. Um, so should we just jump right into it? Yeah, let's jump With into our, our Hunter Senses. Hunter Senses, our main thoughts and reactions to the episode. What did you think about Rampage? Well, it was definitely another action-packed episode. Yes. Um, <laughs> and we see the Bad Batch kind of run into their first issues of like needing uh, rations and supplies and the like. like this is the yep. first time we're seeing them really... I mean, they've been on, I guess, the ends of their supplies for a while now. But. Yeah. And they, they, I mean, they kind of restocked when they went to uh, Pantora, or at least they got some money. I don't know if mm-hmm. they bought anything. Um, right. But they they still need more money, and they need friends. And, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, it was super action-packed. Um, but there were also just, like, all these little details, these little funny moments and these little cute moments that I loved. Um it was dealing with some pretty big themes of like slavery and ownership. Mm-hmm. We need a new character. Like there's so much in this episode. I really loved it. I think it's my favorite so far. Liam O'Brien's a voice actor in it. Oh yeah. That's everything. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> Omega gets her bow. Omega gets her bow. Didn't get to use it this time, but did not get I'm to sure it's it, coming. No, I'm sure. I'm sure. And Wrecker's head. Uh-oh. Yeah. It's not looking good. Mm-hmm. We no. don't like that. We don't like yeah. to see that. We get a meet Moochie. Moochie. Um, and Bib. <laughs> and, yeah, we get to see Bib. The return another, of Bib. <laughs> another old character. Yeah. They're loving it. Yeah, I knew that was him when I on the hollow. Uh, yeah, I had a pretty sneaky suspicion because like, I'm like, be eh, there's only uh 
one person that I know that... His teeth are so sharp. Whose? Bibs. Bibs? Yes. Yeah. I know that's like a Twi'lek thing, but I feel like his are sharper than most. He's like a weird-looking Twi'lek. Yeah, I don't know if he's... Is he Twi'lek? Is that... I don't know. Pretty sure, yeah. 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 He's something. He's something. Well, he's something for me this episode. I do have some um, MVD awards to, uh, to hand out this right. time again. So um, this time, my most valuable dad award does go to Bib Fortuna. He <laughs> 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 was so excited to see Moochie. <laughs> He was. Like, scratched her chin. I was like, oh my goodness. Okay. I'm about that. Yeah, apparently all you gotta do is beat the crap out of a Rancor, and it's like, yeah, we're cool. Yeah, we're cool. We're good. And my most valuable droid award this week goes to Gonky because yeah, first of all, Gonky's doing now the squats with the records, doing mm-hmm. squats with Gonky. And um, Gonky, uh, you know, had to really step up to the plate this episode <laughs> and uh, <laughs> do a do a good um, camouflage, <laughs> which I think was successful enough. Yeah. I mean... Yeah, just a trash can or, I don't know, some <laughs> space thing. <laughs> you were right. I know, like, what? They just, like, bonked him and he didn't do anything. And they were like, all right, moving <laughs> cool. on. Not a droid. Yeah, cool. Totally not a droid. Totally fine. Um, yeah, there was a lot in this episode. I liked yeah, it a lot. Some more Zygarians. Yeah, seeing those fun people. They're all right. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Depends on what. uh, They like the Empire. Huh? They like the Empire. They do like the Empire. The Empire lets them, you know, do their slave trade and all their bad things. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Well. Do you have anything else for your hunter senses? Um, I mean, we finally get a confirmed uh, Finnick Shand at the end oh, of the episode. Right. Yeah. So that's nice. Totally. I mean, we we kind of knew already, <laughs> but it's nice. Yeah. That now it's, everybody knows. Not but just we don't us. don't know who hired her, so that's interesting. We don't. We also don't know who Sid is working for. Also don't know who Sid's working for. Maybe Sid's working for themselves. Probably. Nah. She's, well, she was working for Jabba, I guess, this episode. Mm-hmm. To get Moochie. She definitely seems to be a almost like middleman kind of thing. Like, yeah, I got yeah. some bounty hunters to do some stuff for you. Yeah. But... I am so into her. 
<laughs> she is the gaslight gatekeep girl boss of <laughs> all of our Star Wars dreams. She's great. And I love Rhea Perlman. Yeah. Um, I loved when she was like, what are you, fresh out of the tube? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is such a dunk on a clone. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and when, some when thought. Tech was talking to her and like you know, explaining like, oh, we separated because of a difference in ideology. That's cute, you think and I care. Yeah. <laughs> God. <laughs> I wanna say that to my kids at work. Just <laughs> I wonder what they would do. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, what I love her a lot. Yeah, she is awesome. <laughs> yeah. Well, shall we roll on into the wrecking ball? Let's release the wrecking ball. It's going to be a big one this episode. It's going to be a big one this episode. There is a whole lot of stuff going on. Well, first of all, I just love that Omega now has her own cell phone and a plan of, you know, what to do when they are separated. Mm-hmm. It is. Uh, it's good to see her becoming more established within the batch. Um, I like that a lot. But <laughs> they do still tell her to go back to the ship when they start uh, going after Moochie. Yeah, who they did not who know who Moochie was. At first. They did not, but I totally <laughs> called that. I totally called that Moochie was going to be something else that they didn't think it was. They pulled a total Avatar The Last Airbender move. Mm, totally. With Flopsy. Subvert expectations. Oh my god. Okay, but who would win in a fight, Flopsy or Moochie? Moochie. Yeah, Moochie for sure. Moochie Flopsy's for more sure. of a lover. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Moochie's kind of... <laughs> I mean, they are an adolescent rancor. Um, <laughs> a rampaging adolescent rancor. Yeah. Which is a great uh, band name. Yeah. We got another brief but cool stealth scene. <laughs> yep. Got to see, you know, Echo climb up a tower oh one-handed. With, yes, with one arm? Mm -hmm. Are you kidding me? It's so funny, because, like, obviously, if Crosshair were around, he's the one who would be doing that. But, yeah, it's it's been interesting to see how they have a, been adapting to the lack of their sniper and their eyes in the sky. It's got to be somebody else. Mm -hmm. And this time it's Echo, and he climbs up a mountain with one arm... And then immediately gets knocked back off by an enormous Breezak. Breezak? Yes. Is that what they're called? I, I think, think so. so. I think so. Flying lizard. <laughs> kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. That thing is freaking cool. Yeah, I liked I mean, it a lot. I like, I, I think one of my favorite scenes is the Breezak versus Moochie. Like, it was a cool fight. Yeah, it was basically a kaiju battle. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
Moochie just grabbing it by the tail and just slamming it, like whipping it on the ground. Yes. <laughs> yeah, not fly away. straight up like chomping into the tail too. And yeah, yeah the Prezac was like, nope, not dealing with that anymore. No thanks. Which Rancor apparently have just like oddly placed teeth. It doesn't seem very practical. Maybe I Moochie's guess, yeah. like losing their baby teeth and yeah they also have like very enormous noses yeah the nostrils are yeah they they must be able to hunt by smell very well Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. uh they go off of a social hierarchy apparently apparently wrecker had to put the smack down on moochie yeah Oh, that was man. great, and then you know you like cut away for a little bit, and you come back, and like they're just both so exhausted, <laughs> just like uh-huh. not even <laughs> able to hit each other anymore. Uh, yeah, it literally came down to just Moochie got exhausted first. Yep, but Wrecker hit his head again. I I knew it. I think I said that last episode. I think I it's said like Wrecker is going to hit his head again. And every he episode. did. Moochie like threw him into some rocks and you see him yeah. like hold his head for a second. I was like, oh no. Yeah, no, it's not going to end well. It's not good. It's not good. They can't be doing this and have it not lead up to something. Right? Oh, I mean, I obviously Wrecker is going to go order 66 on everybody. It's just a matter of when. But we miss a very nice moment of action with uh, Omega. The whole reason that the <laughs> that Moochie, the uh, yes. rampaging adolescent Rancor, was able to uh, rampage yeah. was because stealthy. Omega. Yeah, Omega stealths up. Oh my gosh, it's so good. You know, from the moment that the the dudes come into the ship. And she is, she's in the middle of the the cutest moment ever of painting her new doll. Like, she's a bad betcha. Yeah. <laughs> so good. I loved that so much. And then, yep, these Zygerians come in and she, she slips out a door. Yeah, somehow. Room. Yeah, which is cool that that's there. I wonder if they put it there in. Yeah, I don't know. Like what? Because that, that is like a is like knows. where you shoot from, right? Mm-hmm. That little space. So yeah, I don't know why there would be a little hatch there. Maybe to I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, but yeah. Maybe tech engineered it. She can sneak with the best of them. Yeah, she she sneaks on out. She's got all her stuff. You know, she gets up and Tech, of course, is the one who sees her first. And, you know, it's like, I, I don't think we'll need our comms to signal her. And uh, <laughs> she's like doing the hand signals with them and everything. Yeah. She's able to kind of climb around and echo, uh, you know, very... Um, cleverly points out loudly that they don't have their gear so she's able to look for that and go try to get that but on her way well first she knocks some rocks into the 
rubble and everybody looks and it's like, oh my gosh. She's sneaky. Stressful moment. She, yeah, but she was sneaky and Wrecker was able to distract enough that she could get down. Yeah, he straight up just kicks a rock. Yeah, like it's a, some a small legs. boulder, actually. It's more than a rock. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and some, like, some Zygerian's knees. Yep, and then, uh, yeah, she, like, notices, I guess, what's in the cage and goes down, and she's like, ah, all right, I see what I can do. Goes mm-hmm. and unlocks Moochie. She was not sneaking. She was unlocking. She was, <laughs> yes. Ah, She's so great. I love to see her doing stuff. It's awesome. Yeah. I I think that's pretty much it. I don't think there's like really too much other action moments going on. Oh, wait, no there is. Um a really good moment with Hunter when he is fighting the Zygerian boss. Oh yeah. Who uses the whip on him and he just holds it and pulls him to Oh, so good. Like, and for Hunter, too, with the, you know, electromagnetic sense or whatever, I'm sure that was 10,000 times more painful for him than for anyone else. Sure, yeah, he's pretty sensitive to those kind of things. like, you know what? No. (laughs) Not today. That is, uh... Knocked Liam O'Brien right out. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what that guy's actual name was, if he had one. I don't think we ever learned it. No. So, I'm sure he's got a name, but it's never said. And I don't think I've seen anything in subtitles. <laughs> I think it's yeah. a Zygerian leader, something right. pretty generic. Yeah, I think so. But yeah, I mean, it was great action scenes. It was kind of, yeah, it was almost like a little comical which i kind of enjoyed about it yeah there are definitely some funny moments mm-hmm. like Wrecker i mean Wrecker taking was, on moochie yeah right? that was pretty funny and and tech being like yeah they've been going at this for a while he's losing his touch <laughs> <laughs> shut up tag he's hit his head like five thousand uh, times since the start of this show Tech is so sassy. He's got a concussion. Tech is so sassy. I'm so here for it. I yeah. love Tech's sass. I love just Echo's, you know, straight to the point-ness. <laughs> just like, yeah. does not need to fool around. Yeah. Well, speaking of tech, should we get into our tech talks? Do you have any other action moments? Um, no. All um, right. Yeah. Move into tech talks. Tech talks. So my tech talk this week is a little bit of an info dump. Okay. Um, on Ord Mantel. Because Ooh. I was very excited to hear that we were going to Ord Mantel. Because... I have recently started playing Star Wars The Old Republic video game, mm-hmm. and Ord Mantell happens to be the starter world for two of the classes uh, in that game, the Smuggler and the Trooper classes. 
Um, so Star Wars The Old Republic takes place like thousands of years before anything that's happening now, right? It's like Star Wars ancient history. Right. Um, but I really did appreciate how they kept very much that classic Ordmantelian style of architecture with like these like metal, you know, structures, but they're all like kind of circular, very like silo like almost. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they kept all of that kind of architecture from the game. And in the game, um, Ord Mantel is actually a Republic base and for the old Republic. And you are, you know, kind of helping the officers of the old Republic, um, in their quests to try and like, uh, rid, I think they're also called the separatists, um, in when they're fighting the old Republic. Um, and it was like a very important and strategic planet at the time um, because it was kind of like on on a popular trade route however once the republic expanded they didn't really need it for a base anymore um, and crime was kind of allowed to start begin to flourish in the area (laughs) and it was not helped by the fact that one of the Republic officers, I think a Republic Admiral, literally sold the entire Republic fleet off as a bribe. Um, and so <laughs> the Republic basically gave up on the planet and left, and that allowed crime to, you know, begin to flourish here. And we get references to kind of various crime syndicates hanging out on the planet ever since. I think we hear in um, the Clone Wars that Black Sun is Mm -hmm. there. Uh, And I just think that that's interesting that this is the place that the Batch um, is choosing to kind of set up uh, and hang out for a little bit um, because, you know, like the Republic left this place to and and it had to turn to crime to survive and that's kind of exactly what's going on with the bad batch you know the republic i mean the republic didn't necessarily abandon them but there is no more republic and they have been abandoned and they are needing to turn to crime so i just really enjoyed that it's or mentel that they're doing it on i i was excited to see Word Mantel again. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of themes in this uh, series so far. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for coming to my tech talk. Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't know that it was... I'm, I haven't really played much of the Old Republic, so... Yeah, yeah and um, I, I don't know whether this is just my wishful thinking but i really want to believe that these igerian ruins or that they say the ruins of old ord mantel city mm-hmm. which is not in the old republic game um but i really want to believe that it's the ruins of fort garnick which is the main kind of area that you work out of in the game mm-hmm. 
architecture okay. is similar enough <laughs> that I'm like, hmm, I want, I want to believe that. I think that would be cool. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you can see like in the ruins, there's like impact marks of bombs, and it's interesting. Right. Totally. Yeah. Put to yeah. ruin. Yes, indeed. Well, my tech talk is going to be on everybody's favorite Bad Batcher, Wrecker. <laughs> oh. Yeah. I just want to, uh, I guess, kind of like give him a shout out and say like where I think he's going. I mean, he's the kind of the like ch childlike wonderment minus Omega to the group, right? Uh -huh. And his programming mentally seems to do like the most to him he seems to be kind of more set in his ways than the rest of the bad batch mold minus oh, crosshair yeah, <laughs> yeah <right. laughs> um and these headaches like i i just think they're like giving us these moments with Wrecker right now. Like, oh yeah, like look at him. He's like the cool guy. He's gonna go fist fight a Rancor. He's gonna be essentially uh, Omega's best friend. That mm -hmm. I think sometime soon he's. I mean, we've talked about it. He's gonna turn on the Bad Batch. And yeah, does that mean he goes away for a little bit? I don't know. Right? Yeah, are they gonna, like, have to neutralize him? him? Yeah, it depends on, uh... And, like, another thing about him, I've always wondered how, why he doesn't use one of the, like, heavy guns, like, a lot of the... Well, yeah, not a lot of, but some of the, uh, Yeah, clone yeah. troopers would, yeah. like, heavy back Ooh, in the clone fair. wars. Yeah! Oh, heavy! Mm -hmm. Oh, that's a throwback. That is a throwback. <laughs> uh, yeah, that would be cool to see Wrecker with like one of those big old guns. Big old like Gatling guns. Yeah, it feels like that is kind of what he's always wanting to do, mm -hmm. you know? And so he's like too impatient to wait for people to shoot things down one by one. He's like, all right, I'm just going to hop in here and take everything down and, at once. Yeah, I just love like how much of a friend to omega he is yeah like in the uh scene with when they're talking to sid in the meeting room and sid's like oh well you clearly you're the smart one to omega gives her like a low five <laughs> yes <laughs> he's like all right the, yeah. the trandoshan just said that you're smarter than me good job <laughs> right it was so good oh, i love that uh yeah i just wanted to lament on how much I love Wrecker and how much it's going to suck for when he eventually turns on the yeah, Bad Batch. I hear that. Yeah, and it's so interesting that, you know, like you said, he, he's very set in his ways of like, this, this is who I am. This is what I do. I wreck things. I am a wrecker and I will come in and wreck your shit up. And that's what I'm good at. Um, and to see that being played out this way 
in contrast to the way that Wrecker is growing with Omega and becoming so close to her and having such soft moments with her, I think is really going to come to a head when when Wrecker turns and something horrible is going to happen between him and Omega and I'm not ready. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, I mean, he's awesome and I'm just... <laughs> He is awesome. They've they've really done a lot to develop his character, and mm-hmm. I really like. Yeah, where he's they not have just taken like him. the big dumb guy. Yeah, yeah, and he, you know, they they did a little bit of that in the Clone Wars from the very start, but I it's really they've... come a long way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, wrecker. <laughs> I'm it's not coming. ready. It's no. It's it's fine. It's just a headache. It's nothing wrong. Yeah. It's nothing. It's fine. Nothing. It's, it's fine. All right. Well, are we ready to get into the omega of the episode? I certainly am. All right. Well, speaking of Omega, I want to start with her because I just was so into everything that was going on with her this episode, you know, with, like I said, getting her her new cell phone, her her new comm device. Well, I guess it's not new. It was Crosshairs, which again, you know, is just showing how much she is kind of replacing him a little bit here um you know she had that new plan don't wander off keep your eye out trust no one but your squad i love that she calls them her squad she's one of the squad she's one of the squad and she makes her own little bad betcha yeah which is so cute love that um you know, she knew who Sid was. She was <laughs> the brains of the operation, uh, which I thought was cool. Um, you know, I don't know that that points to anything about her necessarily. I think she's just perceptive and intuitive. Um, but she really rocked it this episode, getting away from the ship. She did all the steps. She was like, you know, she communicated with them to let them know where she was. She unlocked Moochie. She did so good. You're doing amazing, sweetie. (laughs) She was definitely MVP this episode. Yeah. For sure. Definitely MVP. Um, Yeah, and uh, I think just she's showing so much more bravery too this mm-hmm. is showing us like how much braver she's become yes and confident yeah and confident because yeah. it's a difference between this and the dragon from a few episodes ago true yeah or or fennec even you know or like fennec. yeah that was just mere child uh 
ignorance. Right. Which is fine. She hasn't been around the world. Yeah. And she's yeah, but learning it's, it's cool to see quick. her. Yeah, exactly. It's cool to see her, like, you know, make taking those steps to, to mm-hmm. get better. But, uh, you know, for the batch. Yeah, she's definitely becoming one of the batch. She had her own little binoculars. And- yeah, oh, I know. I love the way she said Moochie. Moochie. Yeah. <laughs> Poor Moochie. <laughs> she looks scared. Yeah. I just, I'm so obsessed with her voice. It's so good. Yeah. It was a great choice for voice actor. Yeah, definitely. She's rocking it, Michelle Ang. Um, yeah, and uh, I think just like another like theme is she's becoming more perceptive, like you said. Uh, yeah. The, it, yeah, they're definitely you know giving us like little crumbs and mm-hmm. saying like there's you know there's something about her. It's there. Don't worry, it's there. We'll get to it, but they're taking their time. They are. For sure. They are. Um, I don't know of like any overall themes that I really picked up on this episode. It was more of a kind of Yeah. There is the theme of, of servitude and ownership. Okay. And you know, there's this whole question that they're asking of you know, on the, on their way over to the slavers. This is the first time that Omega is ever hearing about slavery at all. You mm-hmm. know, and she's like saying people people can be sold, like that. She has no concept of that, and you know, Echo of course is the one to to step in and explain. They don't have a choice; their captives treated like property. And I just, um, you know, thought that it was really telling that it was Echo saying that, being you know the one to have been literally treated like property and like an object of the techno union when he was held captive all that time after the citadel um and and just the whole idea of the clones in general i mean they were property of the republic that's what they were considered as and they didn't have a choice to fight in the war Literally born and bred to fight in the war. Yeah. Um, you know, and then Mr. Logic Tech, of course, has to come in and remind everyone. And yeah, we're, we're also getting paid to, to do this, to release this person from slavery, or as they find out it's a rancor, but release this uh, creature from slavery. Um, but, you know, I I have to interpret that as him being like, yeah, and... We, we get some money. It's a win-win, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you know, and, and then that goes kind of back to, like, Omega and this whole conversation that the Kaminoans are having about this uh, needing to propel the, the Django juice <laughs> and how, how to do that, and they literally said, you know, these clones are Kaminoan property. And I think they're referring to Omega there. So there's this idea of, you know, Omega being property. 
of the Kaminoans too. And and now they're being cons- they're all being conscripted to work for Sid. Mm-hmm. Like kind of against their will. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Sid at the end of the episode is like, well, you know, you you could go off on your own, or you could work for me, and I'll keep your secrets. Yeah, it's yeah. like what are they gonna do? You know? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there uh, is a sense of desperation with the da- the Bad Batch. They yeah. Need to, yeah. Like, sense of like and right and, and and a purpose and like a goal. You know, they don't know what they're gonna do right now. They're literally just kind of flying by the seat of their pants, trying to figure out where they're gonna go. Yeah. And how they're gonna survive all this? You know. Um, the morality of the empire was brought up again too. With the fact, I mean, the fact that the Zygerians are just, you know, basically saying, well, it's a good thing that the Empire is back and has taken over the Republic because we can sell people into slavery. Yeah, we're no longer in the Republic. Yep. We're no longer in the Republic, Skug. And uh, it was kind of difficult to catch because I think it was like when Omega was hopping onto the Rancor cage but you hear in the background the Zygerians talking to the Batch and one of them I, I, it might be the boss I'm pretty sure it was um, says like if you step out of line I'll hurt the person next to you and that's some yeah that's some dark shit you know mm-hmm. And they're basically just like, yeah, well, we can do this and we can do whatever we want now that the Empire has risen to power. So, Yeah, well, they were doing that anyways with the Republic, so. Yeah. Oh, man. I haven't gotten to those episodes in my rewatch yet, but I am excited to see Rex in that outfit again. (laughs) Those arms. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think that's pretty much all that I've got for this episode. Yeah, um, not much to like grab from. I mean, it's definitely a great episode. Like, it was fun to watch. Yeah, that was one thing that was uh, that I loved about it was like, yeah, yeah, it was so fun. Fun episode. Yeah. Yeah. And again, like there was just such a good balance. There was action. There were some, you know, funny and soft moments that were great. There were, you know, these kind of heavier discussions. It packed a lot in. They did. And like I said, it's my favorite so far. Nice. Yeah. All right. Well. Let's head on into the echo chamber. The echo chamber. Echo chamber. Do you have any uh, anything we didn't cover yet that you want to Um, touch on? I mean, not necessarily like anything too crazy. I mean, we. I. 
did um, like that we got to finally see how Echo's helmet goes on. Oh, yes. So many people were talking about that. Nice. Yeah. It's pretty sweet. It is pretty sweet. Puts itself back in. It works really well. Yeah, kind of like it has like a little... uh, I, I don't know what you would call it, but yeah, it like slots in once mm-hmm. he puts it on. Right. It, and you it's can like hear satisfying. it like compressing as it goes in to like seal. Super cool. Yeah, I loved that. Um, someone in the uh, Star Wars Discord ch- um, channel that I'm in pointed out that the weak way and the Athorian in Sid's bar were uh, in the jail cells at the Pike's place during Ahsoka's walkabout in the Clone Wars. Oh, when really? She, when they were, when yeah, when she was thrown into jail with Trace and Rafa, you see them like run by these two, uh, this Weequay and this Athorian. And, and you know it's the same ones because the Athorian has, like, this voice box thing on him that that translates him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Which some so of them cool. have that, some of them don't. Yeah, I like them. I want to know more about them. This, like, yeah. totally adorable, <laughs> queer, weak way Athorian couple. I'm here for it. <laughs> they seem pretty upset with each other, but yeah. just a lover, lover's quarrel. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. <laughs> yes, they're married. They're an old married couple. Um, yes. Sure. There was I'm one other thing, uh, which was, a lot of people were talking about this, um, the fact that uh, this Rancor Moochie, People were trying to figure out whether this this Rancor is the same Rancor that uh-huh. Luke kills in A New Hope. Right. Which, in A New Hope, that Rancor is called Patissa, and it is a male Rancor. Yes. Which, I am just here to say, Muchi Patissa Rancor trans rights. We're here yeah. for it. <laughs> the diversity win <laughs> the adolescent rampaging rancor is trans <laughs> and will respect your pronouns <laughs> as it murders you I don't know much about uh, rancors maybe they are like kind of non-binary and can like yeah, maybe and, maybe yeah. maybe it's like the mother of that one or something yeah I don't know, I don't know how fast rainforests grow up so yeah right i don't know i mean i'm of the opinion where i'm like i don't need a backstory for every single thing that's ever happened in star wars like it can be a different rancor it's fine it does not need to connect i mean i'm here for for trans rancor right it'd be sad to know that luke ends up killing moochie Really? <laughs> right. Ooh. Yeah. I don't know. I'm, <laughs> I'm here for it, but uh, I also don't want to know that Luke kills him. Yeah. But if it is, 
it is. <laughs> if it is, it is. Um, yeah, I don't know if I got anything else for the echo chamber. Nope. That's um, all I had. Yeah, let's uh, look into the crosshair sights. And what do you expect or want to see from the next few episodes? Well, speaking of crosshair, we haven't seen crosshair in a while, so that would be nice to see him again soon. Maybe it's we'll get felt another, like a like, really half long time. Soon. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I wonder if we're going to hang out on Ord Mantel for a while. I like it. I'm into it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's fun. Um, but yeah, I really, I, I don't really know what's going to happen next. I'm just excited to see. I, the, I mean, they're going to do some more jobs for Sid. That's yeah for sure. And yeah, I think we, that's kind of what it's going to be. Do we get a crosshair episode and they just do a couple of jobs like the Bad Batch, like some right. boring jobs that they just kind of... Oh, yeah, the worst man. batch. <laughs> yeah. Does some jobs with crosshair while the Bad Batch are doing jobs. That would be mm -hmm. cool. Maybe. Maybe yeah. that's like what they're setting us up for. Could be. Uh, but it does seem that Sid is kind of putting them on a... A verbal contract of sorts. Yeah. 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 What's going on with Sid? Do we trust her? Who's she working for? What's she doing? She seems to know some shady people. Yeah. She's old Jedi informant, so there is that. So maybe. Yeah. Has Who do you think is spot? the Jedi that she worked with? And why was it Quidlin Voss? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> It was uh, right. It was Yoda. <laughs> Yoda. No, I don't think Yoda would associate with Trandoshans because of his uh, relationship with the Wookies. Yeah. Yeah, but she also seems to be like unaligned. I mean, uh. yeah, but she also has like a Wookie uh, pelt on her chair. That is true. <laughs> it's very true. Yeah, her place um, is dope, by the way. We didn't really talk about that, but she's got some stuff. She's yeah. got, like, some clone helmets or Mando helmets. Mm-hmm. And a horn of some sort, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, something that Omega wanted to touch, and Echo was like, nope. Um, yeah, so I, I think we're just going to see more jobs with Sid. Yeah. I feel like we are made to think that Sid is that we can't trust her or that we shouldn't trust her and I don't think we should but I think that when it comes down to it she will at least help protect Omega I think she might be faced with a choice at some point to get to mm -hmm. you know give omega up or not and i think she will choose to protect omega yeah maybe well, we'll, see. we'll see and i still think that we are going to see rex mid-season episode eight i'm calling it okay maybe se end of seven into eight end of seven cliffhanger into eight 
half halfway through. Okay. And shit's gonna go down. I'm, I'm here for you. have been calling that for a while. And <laughs> yeah. I'm rooting for you. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> um, and as for my Omega's. Like ability, not ability, but uh, mm-hmm. genetic modification. I'm, I'm kind of waffling on if it's force sensitivity or not. Like I don't know. I'm. They haven't yeah. shown us anything really like force wise. I figured at this point they would have shown like you know some telekinesis or something, but. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe they're slow playing it. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. Well, we will see. Hopefully we get to see Crosshair soon. That's what I want to see. I miss him so much. I just want to know what they're up to. to. Yeah. Right. And in the worst batch. (laughs) Yeah. The batter batch. Multiple nicknames. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I think that about wraps it up for this episode. You got anything else? No. Nothing else for this week. All right. Well, thanks again for joining us here on the Rad Batch. And join us next time when we talk about episode six. Thanks.